and welcome to another episode of Remember When with Dean Dory, a podcast where I, Dean Dory, ask my guests to remember when something happened in pop culture history that had some sort of effect on them. Uh, if you'd like to see The Hendu, which is the sequel to Bridesmaids of Northern Ireland, then you can go to geohitch.co.uk and buy tickets now. Um, I hope by the time this podcast comes out, I will have written the first shitty draft. You're welcome, guys. <laughs> um, you can buy tickets now. My guests today are comedian from Cork in the north, podcaster Andrew Ryan, and television legend. Oh. It's our very own Julian Simmons. You're very kind. Thank you. I'd Great say you're called be. legend on a daily basis. People do it in the streets sometimes. You're a legend, Julian, you're a legend. No, they're shouting bellend. (laughs) That's probably what it is. No, we're joking, yeah. But you must get called legend all the time. People are very nice, like, you know. What are are the perks to being you? Oh, shit, that's a good question. What are the perks to being you? Because of your career and stuff, what is it that you kind of go, I can't can't quite like what I've done and I do with my life and all that? Well, it went on for such a long time that I sort of developed into it, really. You know, when it started, I didn't think it was going to last. And then I was on television four nights a week for years. Yeah. And so it just, I, I was really part of people's furniture more than anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which was very nice. Yeah. When people talk to me, like they... they no, we... Like I had a woman one day stop me outside Boots in Donegal Place. I was heading down to the Telegraph building. It was lashing. Oh, Julian, hello. Oh, how are you doing? As she says, I've just co- collected my daughter's wedding album. You know she got married there four weeks ago. Like, I had never like- seen her before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and we had to get the bo- bo- and the box out of the, the bag and open the box. And, you know... The, the, she made we- you go through the wedding album? And, and, and you know those, like... T- Chocolate paper between each page, yeah. and the rain. I said, well, "Mind the rain doesn't." Get, and I had to see her in her hat and all, like a <laughs> clinging battle cruiser on her head, like at the wedding. And I'm saying, "Oh, gorgeous, gorgeous!" But I really have to go. Oh, that's really lovely. <laughs> I mean, what can you do? And also, it's it's tra- it's tricky because if you are a guy off the TV, like you have been for a long time here, if you go, yes, and I'm yes, going, yes. people will go, Julian Sam's the cheeky bastard. Che- uh, exactly. So you got to be very careful with I that, mean, don't you? Not mentioning mm. any names, but when I started in TV, 1900 and frozen to death, <laughs> there were people in UTV who thought that they were God's gift to the world. Yeah. And so, oh, don't bother me. Oh, autograph, no, go away. But Pamela is nicer now. Oh, pa- Pamela. <laughs> Pamela's always been nice. She's a decent girl. No, I mean, she, uh, she is one of the, of, of my colleagues who was really decent. Yeah. You know? But if you have that air about you, uh, like you're saying, and if people, you know, if, so if people meet you, they don't want to be disappointed is what you're saying so you have to live you up have, to that expectation you have to, you have to be on all the time that's hard really. yeah. you know and you can't sometimes you're feeling like absolute purgatory yeah and maybe you've got a migraine or something I used to get migraines years ago yeah and I used to you'd be walking around with it and people would stop you and talk and you just want to die but yeah. you've got to switch it on I was yeah. in the doctor's surgery I can't believe I'm about to tell you this but I was having a skin tag removed from my bum cheek. Oh, dear, And dear. my doctor goes, 
a big fan of your work, by the way. And as all, yep, this is the wrong time <laughs> to be talking to me about. And you're like, ah, shit. Did you want to be like, there's but a it's time. Glad, it's great that he did say that. Yeah, but I mean, while whilst, he was dealing with your bum. Yeah. I was like, which work? <laughs> Imagine if your husband said that to you. <laughs> yeah, big fan of your work. I had it in the physio here in Hollywood. Was somebody Went to physio. I slipped a disc a while back and I was getting physio. I was oh, going for a couple sore. of sessions. And obviously, you know, you give me your email address. Yes. And my email address has comedian in the title, mm. right? Which I have two email addresses. And uh, long story short, I went back in for one of the sessions and this woman was like, you know, knocking seven bells out of me back, trying to fix me back. And then she went, so I was looking up your stuff last night and I'm like going, oh God. Aye. And she goes, I really like this bit about that bit about this yeah. bit. But you're very aggressive on that bit. I'm like, just, just work on the back. Will you? Like, I don't need yeah, to know, yeah, yeah. I don't need to know what you like and what you don't like. You're I'm like, like going, why my well, I just tell you, you're a little bit fucking aggressive on my back at the moment. So if you want to do tit for tat. Yeah, yeah, you're aggressive yeah. in your job too. Yeah, exactly. But there's some places that you, like, I'm sure like, yeah, like that, you've been recognised before and you're all, I'd rather not be. I'm in, I'm in a <laughs> compromising the, position. Sometimes being really well known can cause a bit of a problem. Yeah. I mean, uh, I flew into Amsterdam a, a few months ago with friends mm -hmm. and I'm coming down the steps of the aircraft, ping, 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 my phone's going. I thought, what the hell is this? So we're walking along to baggage claim, you probably know Amsterdam's miles yeah, the airport. Ball, yeah. I'm walking, and I'm looking at all this. Oh, all these ladies in various states of, well, were nothing on at all. All these names, like, uh, you know, and I'm saying, who's sending this to me? 12 or 13, ping, ping, ping. I mean, if it was Brad Pitt with nothing on, that's fine. Send it to me, but not these daisies. Where are they coming from? And God only knows. And what f format? An email? A or An email. Ping, ping, ping. We're at baggage claim. I'm with Fifi and her husband. I says, look at this. This is dreadful. And I says, is that a gravy ring? It wasn't. You know, <laughs> I, I thought, oh Lord. So I then thought, right. Do you know what a gravy ring is? No. It's a, it's it's a, a donut. circular donut, but it's got chocolate on the top. Yes. So <laughs> I think he was suggesting she should have Yes, or something like that. All right, Jim. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we, we get we get into the taxi going in. I was still pinging away. I thought, this is a waste. This is a waste. I know who I'll send these to. My friend, Big Davey. Big Davey's a real man and he drinks bass. He'll love all drinks these bass. all these ditties and everything. <laughs> so I'm starting to send them to him and we're talking away in the tax and I'm pinging these on. And I got to about 20. 20 ditties. 20 lots. 40 ditties. 20 ditties. Fannies <laughs> and, and fanyards and ditties. <laughs> and then I said... A fanyard is a fanny you yeah, wear around your yeah, neck. <laughs> I hadn't sent them to Big Dave. I had sent them to the lady on the girl lane counter in House of Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> the <makeup> girl. <laughs> because she'd asked me to send her tourist info on Amsterdam. And I'd sent them all to her. Well, I've been into House of Fraser three <laughs> times to try and say, Here. listen, I'm awful sorry, but she's been off. She I got her she's, tourist info, she's didn't she? She's got post-traumatic stress she's disorder. She's in a darkened room with a flannel, flannel on her forehead. But at least she got her tourist info. Well, I did, yes. And I, I did leave it in for her, but I've never seen her since. <laughs> oh well, I'll be honest with you, Julian. I do apologise. Those emails that I did send you weren't <laughs> meant for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know what I always find funny? Because you do get those. Like, they're like spam emails. Yes. And, but it's funny because they're like, Irina, 32 kilometres away. 46 yes. kilograms and you're like why yes. do I need to know why do you yes. need to know what kilograms I always go like if she's more than 30 I'm not was going was it Amsterdam <laughs> that triggered these on, on my phone because I didn't ask it's for them it's just spam it's just spam it's just spam ping 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 yeah. ping I that's get it all what, the time that's the noise some of them make it's definitely spam as well because when you do arrange to meet them they never show up no so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but my mum would be the sort of person who'd be so paranoid that she would be like 
the CIA are after me. She's done nothing wrong, but she was like, "All oh, these are these are these guys are FBI agents." Well, do you know what? Do you know what the matter is? I went uh, last year. I'd signed up to a, a date nap, right? Because single, right? So I'd signed up to this date nap, and uh, was I, it called Ping Ping? No, ping, ping, anyway, ping. this date nap called Hinge. I had it for a couple of weeks. Anyway, I met, messaged this this girl matched with me, right? And messaged a couple of times, blah blah blah, and uh, I just deleted the app. I just I haven't done that. I can't be arsed. I wasn't right. going to go anywhere, right? Did you not meet up with anyone? I met up with one or two people, okay. yeah. So anyway, um, and then about three weeks later, I got a message from the same girl that I was talking to on Hinge on my Instagram. Ooh. And she said, hi, Andrew, I just want you to know people are impersonating you on Hinge <gasps> because I was talking to someone that uh, had your profile pictures and I just want to double check that, like, I've, I think I've been scammed. And I went, no, no, that was actually me. Oh, <laughs> I'm just not interested anymore. No, it wasn't that I wasn't interested. It, it wasn't that I, was, I just went, oh, I'm done with this. I've just deleted it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was just like, hi, how are you? And I was talking to a couple of people. I was like, do you know, I don't have the time for this. It's a full-time job. But she thought that somebody was important. I'm like, I'm not anyone you should be impersonating. Yeah, but like, I'm that not Brad is or anything. hard for her if she thought, oh, the only reason he's not replying now is because somebody must be pretending to be him and not because... No, I just got bored and I deleted it. What do they call that? Catfishing? Catfishing? Yeah. Yeah, when you've not, yeah. yeah, I have never had the Highest. nerve to go on a dating site. I just it would just be. That's oh, great, crack, Julian. I know, but I, it would be it would open a whole can of worms for me. I, I think oh, it's different for, for you because you're so well known. Because you're because like, you're so well known, it would be difficult think it was you. to know someone's intentions. Yeah, well, yeah. this is it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's the same thing. When I've been out, I, I used to go out quite a lot after work on a Saturday or Friday with Tracy Hall and her models. Yes, fellas and girls, and we'd go to Rain. You know, yeah. Rain. Oh, and, I, yeah. and I think I used to go to Rain in the days that you used to go with Tracy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I loved I it. it was What's a, Rain? Is it a cocktail? I've Did never. Okay. Four, three, four levels. Yeah. It had. Good crack. Uh, great, great crack. The noise and all was. And I'd come from the studio at UTV, but it'd been quiet all night, and you walk into this, and also to get through the queue at the door. Yeah. Julian, bring us in. We, Julian, or oh, bring us in. And I said, I can't, I can't I'm with her and her crowd. They wouldn't allow me. It's, I'm uh, saying. Yeah, it's not <laughs> me in this VIP. <laughs> yeah. In fact, like, this is one of the perks of being me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, going there, you, I, I always had to be careful. People wanted to come and, up and dance and all. Yeah. And you just don't know. Tracy Hall was great. Who are you? She what do you used want? To say, yes. What are you doing? What do you want How old are you? She used to say to people. I know but, it can be, that is the, one of the trickiest things to navigate, I'm sure, because you don't know if someone's, if you're on a date nap and you're really well known, if someone's contacting you because they just want to meet yes. someone famous or what their crack is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. People like to go to bed with somebody off the TV and then tell everybody. Yeah. So yeah. You, you can't get down go down that road yeah. yeah you have to go in if you're ever if you're you have to go under the room and like scope it out for hidden cameras and yes. scope it out oh, for all good that Lord. I wouldn't I mean, be into any of that now oh no. here no. no I've never had to do that no. <laughs> yeah. no, 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 but like, it's tricky because I've heard of people like you know uh, people in our industry who would be obviously incredibly well known over in the UK or something like that some of the stuff they, oh, they, they tell you, like, get into, yes. Some you know, your legs to the moon and you're on camera and I you know. don't know. Live stream, people are paying to watch. Exactly, yeah, like it's absolutely mental. Yeah. Never, 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 never. No, I've never been on a dating app either. No, but just obviously because I've been I've been with my husband now for ten, over 10 years. But oh. And I think dating apps only really came in sort of just before then. And so I've never been on one. But I would love, I'd love <laughs> to know how it fare out. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you yes. do all right. I'd love to know how I get on. I've seen a nice farmer from Ballymean, I'll take you. <laughs> yeah, 
that. You make a good crack. That. Yeah. You'd almost be like just wanting to know. Especially when you're emotionally detached from it all. Yeah. And you're just doing it to see <gasps> what's happening. You know? But do you know, your Maybe profile would be that. like Diona separated, three stepkids, one child, yeah. available for funny Fridays or yes. something like that. Like, oh, what a catch. No holes somebody was barred. Oh, yeah. No holes <laughs> barred no on a Friday. No holes Take barred. me to Amsterdam on a Monday. Yeah, yeah. you can go. You can look at my gravy ring any yeah. day of the week. <laughs> I know. I was actually planning on going to Amsterdam in February for a well, week. Well, there's no two ways about it. We had a very you, good four days. You are days. now, anyway. Ping, ping. <laughs> ping, ping. <laughs> I mean, yes. I'm, go, I'm going over to meet Ping, Coming ping. down the steps <laughs> of the aircraft. Ping, 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 ping. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's what I want. If I come down the steps of the aircraft and there's no pings. Yeah, you'll be like, I'll be oh, very disappointed. even in Amsterdam, I'm stinking. You'll get more than one gravy ring, I promise I'm you. I'm a five out of ten in Ireland and I'm a three out of ten in Amsterdam. Yeah, you get a gravy ring or a coconut uh, cream finger. Uh, what the hell's that? I don't know, I'm trying to make it an innuendo. Uh, uh, okay. Leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> Have you been to Amsterdam before? I was actually there on a stopover for about five hours when I was going to South Korea. You have both done quite a lot of travelling. Yes. Yeah. I calculated. My, I got my end of year Google review. You know, they send you like this thing on Google, the amount of countries you visited in 2022. Yeah. Many flights you've done. How many, I guess how many flights I did last year. Well, you go to England most weeks. How many flights so do you I think I did? I would say you have done 80, 70. No. More? No. Okay, 40. No. Less? I did 56 flights. 57 that's, that's flights. That's quite a lot. 58 good. Like yeah. yeah. No kids, so that balances out my carbon footprint. Well, there you are. <laughs> do you know like people who that's like? That's what I call my child. Do you know that's people who like turn around and they say like, "Oh, you shouldn't be flying because of carbon front. I'm like, "You've three kids. Shut up." Yeah, exactly. Well, Shut up. Don't be and you've got me. to get from A to B, and you're not. I've got to go get. It's not my fault. Train. No. Plane was going Put anywhere. Your kids to carry. <laughs> Plane was going anywhere. So it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> like I'm going. That's I don't the care. Way to look at it. Like when I worked for our calendar, I was doing three times a week, Belfast, London, Belfast, London, Belfast, London. I was just doing it. That was just to get to work, wasn't just it? Just to get to work, yeah. <laughs> you had to fly just to get to work. And yes. then when you got to work, you had to fly at work. Absolutely, all that. I mean, but I, I mean, I loved it all. And sometimes it was a bit of a bind, mm. you know, especially on days where you're slightly off colour. What do you mean, bind? A bind. Up. No, a bind. You know, I don't really want to be doing this. Can't be arsed. Oh. Can't be arsed, yes. Do you know what I thought you meant there? I thought you meant it would bung you up. Oh, no. Do we get constipated flying sometimes? Oh, no, never. <laughs> never. You get, you get the opposite? Yes. Ah. I am always a regular person anyway. Don't, right. I, I don't know whether we want to go down this road. Listen, we've opened up the gravy uh. ring route now, haven't we? <laughs> Could you, so what were you doing on Air Canada? I was uh, in passenger service. Right. And I, I was on in a group of people that were troubleshooters when we had a lot of bad delays because of weather. And so you had to calm the storm with the people or uh, North Americans are lovely until you tell them they're not going. Oh, right. Well, you know, I mean, they're all milk and honey and s- sweetness and light. And then you tell them it's a two hour delay and they start kicking the desk. Really? Yes. You so know. you're working on the, in the airport? Uh, airport. Yes. Yeah, sometimes went on the flights Okay. when there was a problem and you had to go with the group or whatever. So but fly from Belfast to London to work in the airport in London? Oh, and yes. Fly home? Where would yes. you sleep? Well, I, I did stay with friends at one stage that worked for Air Canada, a husband and wife, and I they lived near the airport, so I had a room in their place. But sometimes I was only there for two or three days at a time. I should have been there for six days, but I never, ever was. 
I did not have the Air Canada did not have like a staff house, no? No. But is that, a, is, that, is that a normal thing that people would fly in to work oh, in the absolutely. airport? Oh, yeah. absolutely. I know a girl that does long haul for Aer Lingus from Heathrow and she lives in Belfast. So she flies to Heathrow yes. and then, so say she's doing New York, okay. say the flight's at lunchtime from Heathrow and you have to be there for what, 11 a.m. or something she, like that? Would she be flying out of Manchester, not Heathrow? Or what, one of those, Manchester. maybe Manchester or something like that. So she would fly <laughs> to 7 a.m. from whatever Belfast city over to Manchester, get there for eight. Start your shift at 11, go to New York, come back, and then get back here and then have two days off and then go so, back again. Sometimes I was an 8.30 shift at Heathrow and I had to arrive on a shuttle coming in at 10 past 8. Jesus. Skin of the teeth job, like, But you I didn't realise if you worked in the airport that you, that, you would, that you would commute from another country. Oh, absolutely. Yes, you commute from anywhere you want. Yeah. Hi. It's all travel That's industry. It's mad, isn't and it? remember, you're in staff travel, so you're travelling on staff tickets. Of course, yeah. Albeit subject to space, mm. but you butter the crew up and you get on. I mean, many of the time I left Heathrow in the toilet because that was the only seat left. <laughs> oh, really? Going up the runway in a trident, holding onto the walls <laughs> as it lifts off the ground, you know. And then you'd have to stand in the corridor for the flight then or, and go back sit in. down on a cruise seat while yeah. they're out and then back in the toilet for landing. Have you yeah. ever had any really scary, turbulent day flights, flights that were like... Well, there's turbulence all the time, But yes. scary? Well, uh, uh, you know that it's always going to be... I mean, the, the flight deck all want to get off and go home to their wife and children and their dinner. Yeah. So they're not going to they're not going to take you through anything that's absolutely c- calamitous unless yeah. it's a real accident. Yeah. But in turbulence you just get used to it. You're falling about all over the sky, but you're going to be all right. Yeah. yeah. It's like an argument with your partner, just get over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just get exactly. used to it. It becomes You sit down, fasten your seatbelt or you're doing sometimes I'm on an aircraft doing something and that it's rough and people say my god this is I said what's desperate? Oh rough air you're not taking it under your notice am I right that there's a certain amount of hours that you're allowed to fly before it becomes yes. unhealthy for your body isn't that what well, it is it's not unhealthy it's it's the rostered hours oh yeah. right it's, it's the rostered the... hours you can only do so many hours and then you've got to have say 10 hours off or rest yeah because yeah, yeah. I, I I tell you what happened to me I was flying I was flying Luton to Belfast International and said that the flight was at 8 o'clock and we turn up and the flight was delayed, right? Mm. Two hours. But we're, I'm sitting there going, please be three because that means you get the 250 quid yes. compensation. So, ah, yeah. so you want, so I'm thinking, it's two hours delayed. This is worth nothing to me. Yeah. I want another hour delay so yeah. I get the money back, right? So the flight was like 30 quid. So I'm up like yeah. a few quid. Love it. Flight's delayed three hours, 10 minutes. I'm like, kitching, Right, this is great. But it was then delayed further because the crew had gone over their hours. hours. Mm. So there's a standby crew that then had to be called in. So they were coming in to fly a flight at like half past 10 from Luton to Belfast International. EasyJet. Belfast International. So we arrived three and a half hours, four hours late, four and a half hours late, whatever it is. People are a bit pissed off. But then you've got to understand that there's people waiting from Belfast International who are four hours late as well to go back. So that crew have come in just to do two flights. Did you get your 350 or 250? uh, I'm uh, currently on day 23 of the 28 days they have to respond. Don't don't get me wrong. I know how to claim this stuff. I fly all the time. I, I love that. I was in Budapest one time and we were we arrived at the airport and they were like, your flight's cancelled. There was a fire in the tower, in the aircraft. Mm -hmm. In the the tower? uh, Is that a thing? Or tire? Tire? The, the control tower. The control tower. So oh. no flights were going so, anywhere. So no flights were going anywhere. But because the airline I was flying with considered themselves a point-to-point airline, you weren't getting any compensation or That's any help. That's Ryanair, isn't it? Pro- I think it might have been See, Ryanair. They, they wouldn't give you anything. It was Ryanair. They were brutal. Yeah. And what we had to do, so we were there for like eight hours before they went 
okay, not they couldn't get us a flight for like four days because they had a whole airport of people to get out. And we were supposed to fly back to Belfast and they were like, we can get you to... Birmingham oh, next Thursday. Lovely. That's that, and that's what we had to do. So we had to go pay for a hotel, stay in the hotel for a couple more days, and then fly to Birmingham, and then get another flight that we then had to pay for because they only had to give us one flight, and we had to then pay for a flight to Dublin, and then get a flight. And do you know what they sent me as compensation? A twenty pound gift card after I complained. If you'd gone on to the airline LOT at the airport, gone to their desk. You could have got on a flight with them earlier. Of course, it would have cost more. Yeah. But paying for a hotel, a couple of nights was... No, no, no. They, they were like, no flights are leaving. Right. There's nothing leaving from And they airport. didn't pay for your hotel. Nothing. No. Not a single no travel thing. travel insurance. And was the airport closed so. for three days? Um, no, but they were back. They had all these people to fly out. And so they, they were like, you, that you're not a priority. Or like maybe 300 people before me had arrived at the desk. Or had been... This had been going on all day. And we had to wait. It was, I think it was two nights, maybe, and then the third day we got a flight to Burton. Shocking. Shite. Shocking. And also, wasn't even that nice of a place. Budapest. No, but it was gorgeous. Budapest is a lovely time. Yeah. But we'd done it all by that stage. I mean, we're so, and then the airport, the hotel that we stayed in was like near the airport. So it was like, well, we're now away from. Mm -hmm. Were you with Sean? Yeah. Oh, sure, that's grand. That's romantic. Have you been with Sean in Budapest? I have. (laughs) 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 It was with him last night. Yeah. But this was, and then we all both missed work because of it. That also the knock-on effect. You, yeah. you lose finance that way, so it was a of fucking course, disaster. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, but the, I always try. I always have travel insurance for stuff like that. I know. Sure. I always do that thing where you tick. Yes, I have travel insurance. Yeah, but g- get it for twenty quid a year. I know. I know. I, I'm just not good at being an adult. Adulting is like a hard, a hard thing to do. You're so like. <coughs> what were you saying to me recently? You know exactly how much. Like, do you know right now your exact cost of what your electricity is? <coughs> yeah. Well, I know I, you do. <laughs> I pay by direct debit every month. So yeah, it's, but do you know what it is per unit of... Well, I get a bill in every yeah. few months and it, that tells me. I don't know what it is per... 21p per kilowatt hour. See, he knows. I know what the bill is, you see. Oh, but I know what the kilowatt hour is. you see, you're brilliant. That's... Or yes. weird. Yes. <laughs> One man's brilliant, another man's weird. I, and I do my reading every month. My last bill last month was £36.05. For your electricity? Yeah, because I live alone. Like. That's great. Yeah, well, but I'm barely I, there. Yeah. I was, I, I was seventy five pound yeah. a month d- direct debit, but that's for everything: cooking and washing machine. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and uh, heating. Yeah. And all. That so. was my quarter, by the way. Okay. It's so low. They actually said to me on the phone, "Does anyone live in the property?" And oh, went, really? That take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, my what a <laughs> very good. What a backhanded compliment. Yeah. Are you dead? Yeah. But you know, <laughs> but listen to this. This is how savvy I am. I don't know if people did this, but you know, in the first, the third of November, just gone, uh, Firmus, who I'm with, they increased their energy by forty six percent. Right. But I'm on the card, you know, the top up card. Yeah. So what I did was before the third, I went and did seven trips to the shop. And you could only put £49 on the card. And I went down and I put 350 quid on Almost. the card. So I got my whole winter's heat for the price before the 46% increase. Okay? So basically... No, I know. See, Julian, I'm reading your face and going, yeah. Listen to me, Julian. Listen to me. Yeah. Right? Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Now. Listen to mm-hmm. listen, listen, Andrew's money saving expert.com here. Okay? Yes. So I put but that on the program on that I should, saving yeah. money. Yes. Yeah. So I went and put £350. I had to do all these trips because I could only do £49. Rang firm. I said, listen, this is what I'm doing. Am I going to stay on the rate that I'm on today? 
which was uh, 9p per kilowatt or whatever it was. <laughs> and it was going up to like 14p or something. Like that. I can't remember what it was. And you're on 24 night? No, that's electricity. It's different. Oh, sorry. So anyway, I go, the woman <laughs> says to me, yeah, you can do that. So I go down. The woman was sick of me in the centra because I've got another 40 minutes. She was 49. sick on you. Because I was, no, I was sick, of, sick of me. Oh, sick of you. She, she was like, your man's fuck. Because he kept coming back. Your man's going in. So anyway. Like he was committing a crime. So I, I had all Don't that money on. all over him. I had all that money on the 2nd of November. So 3rd of November come, price increase. I'm like, right. And last week I got a letter saying firmers are bringing the price down by something like 27% or something like that. So, and I still, I'm still on. I still haven't used all the 350 quid. Well, that's brilliant. And I'm getting 600 quid now off the con- off the government or the lack, whatever it is for the cost of living. And I'm thinking, lads, I've conquered the cost of living crisis. He has. He has. Yeah. Live, laugh, love. That is just, there's a lot of times going on to that, I feel like. There's a lot of loneliness. <laughs> yeah, that's Yes. That's great. That's what's called living alone <laughs> and having way too much time on your hands. That, that's very sad. But why? Be... Why should I give away money when I can easily spend twenty minutes researching it and use that money for a holiday? I agree. Well, that's, that's what I say. All yeah. my money goes to travel. Yeah. yeah. You were in Dubai. Over I was. Christmas. I was working though. Working there. I was working there. I'm Dubai. going to Dubai have next you, week. Have you been before? Yes, lots of times. Yeah. Yes. And what are you going next week for a wee holiday? Yes, I'm, I'm, I, I've got friends out there who used to work with me at Air Canada. Yeah. One of them, when the day I started in Air Canada, he was he came to uh, reservations from being office boy, right. and he was delivering all this papers all around Heathrow he is now a vice president of Emirates wow oh. I flew with Emirates recently they were amazing he's got four boys at university in England yeah so he, like he's no dozer and then there's a, a girl that used to work with me hmm. and uh, another guy they are married and they live beside them so it's a we are a Canada family out there do you know what I flew Emirates to Dubai um, yes. years ago and it was like I couldn't believe how unreal it was! I because I'd never flown was long it haul. Good? Amazing! Oh, good! That's it was right. amazing. I fall in love with every air hostess. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're because they're the also best. gorgeous, oh, and the outfits they wear are oh, stunning. Just, would you like tea or coffee? I said, oh, yeah, will you? Yeah, I'll have both. Yeah. Do you come with the tea or the coffee? <laughs> um, Emir- Emirates. I flew with them a couple of weeks ago, and I you filmed with them. Flew with them. them a couple of weeks ago. I turned up at the check-in desk, right? And there was a lady there, and I said, "Hi, you're right." I said, hey, "Is there any chance of a window seat?" She goes, "They're all gone." I went, "Oh, jeez." I said, "Now here's me trying to be arrogant." I goes, "All right, how much is the upgrade?" And she was like, five grand." I went, "Okay, I'm fine." In the middle seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> and then uh, I says, "But she goes, I can give you a fire exit seat." Yes, emergency exit. Eighty quid, or whatever it was in dirhams. So I calculated it was eighty quid, and she goes, "I can't, but I, but you have extra leg room, but I can't guarantee anyone." that somebody might want to buy one as well and you might be next to somebody but the flight is pretty busy and I went I'll take the risk so I get on and I get this one there's nothing in front of me and I'm thinking nice one I lift the armrest and I lie down but it's one of those armrests where the TV and the table are down the side and you can't lift this so I now have three seats together but I can't lift the armrest to lie down and get a bit of sleep and I couldn't do it and it got to the point where there was a massive gap in front of me. So the rest of the, the passengers were using that massive gap as exercise area. And what did they do? They plow all, plowed all their feckin' children ah. right in front of me. Right. So I realised as service was being done, I went, I started to lie down really long, put my legs out really long so to there's no kids the come up. Because I, I basically wanted to sit there so I could be away from fucking kids. Yeah. And now they're chucking their little kids there like I have to deal with them while they're playing with Peppa Pigs and all that crap. And I'm thinking, I paid 80 quid for this. The, no, you don't want I, that. When I flew with Emirates, it was the first time I realised that there's a free bar on long haul flights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had a great time. Yeah. I drank all the wine and I was filming a thing and 
the product the producer like the production the head of production had to tell the crew to stop serving me <laughs> wine like they were like don't give her any more wine she sat like eight, eight glasses yeah. of wine she needs to stop she's Wait. I was I was like shouting across the thing and just like becoming really rowdy on this flight but it was class it was like and they had like um gift but I, I, I don't know if we flew like business or whatever you probably were in business we class. had like a fancy like yes. little booth thing and all, all like business. it was like top yeah, but that's like three grand that yeah, but I think they were sponsors of the show that I was doing. So they well, the, that was good. Were, yeah. That was good. Have I mean, you flown first class? I have quite a. I have quite a lot because because he, he keeps an eye on his energy bills and he, he can. Save. No, no, it's nothing to do with that. When <laughs> I'm travelling with my friend who's a purser, Christine, I go all around the world with her. When who's she's a purser? Working. She's a purser. What's I that? Charge of a cabin. There's a cabin service director, and then there's a purser in charge of each cabin. Uh, uh, world traveler plus world traveler and and business class. There's four persons and a cabin service director and then the general crew. So when I when I've been traveling with my friend, if she's a first class purser, mm-hmm. when I go when I get on the aircraft, if, there, if there's a seat in first class, she'll put me there. Oh great! No matter what's on my boarding pass. So generally, I don't worry about. But that 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 happens so such so often. That I, I got really used to travelling in first class. Turning and so, left. And once, once though, I went to Singapore and back in a jump seat. But when you're with the crew, it doesn't matter because okay, you're not sleeping and you're absolutely wrecked, but you're having a good laugh. But you're getting, a, if you're getting, a, you're getting a. Is it? Would you get that for free then? What's well, a jump seat? A jump seat Staff is where, the, where the, the one at the front you see them is facing you. Yeah, they're strapped in. You're literally once they sit in there. for takeoff and landing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and there's always a couple of spare seats, and sometimes I've been in the cockpit, which is not very much fun, really, unless they're a nice flight deck crew. Yeah. You know, because you've been, you have to shut up. Where's the most? Um, where's the most like disappointing place you've ever visited? You thought it'd be class, you got there, and you're like, this is oh shit. Do you know? Do you know, mine is, is Madrid. I thought my dad lived in Madrid. Um, he he was like uh, teaching over there, and I went over to visit him with Sean, with my mum and my brother and his wife. And we thought we rented this like lovely Airbnb. And we're like, oh, we'll have a well, go. Was that not nice? Madrid's a great spot. I've never been, but I've, I've heard been it's to great. Madrid a couple of times and had a few good weekends in Madrid. I thought it was so crap. <laughs> I, really? I just was like, no, do you know what it is? Did you not go out or anything? I did. <laughs> I think, do you know what you're just like, you go to Paris and there's the Eiffel Tower and you go to New York. And I just felt like I went there and I was like, there's just nothing to go look at. And I felt like uh. historically or like, you know, just culturally out and about, I was like, this is, could this could be Belfast. Also, might I add, I went in January, I went in November and it was absolutely yeah, there you go. You need to go there and yeah, go it June, July. It was colder than it was here. You should be out in your hot pants yeah. and be sk- skimpy. Top I was. That's why I was so oh, cold. Right. <laughs> I it think for me, my place that I didn't like, I didn't did not like Barcelona. I've been three times and I still I like can't Barcelona. get into it. I like Barcelona. Still can't get into it. But also Beijing. Didn't like Beijing. Not because I didn't like Beijing purely because I, I went to the wall and all. When I, I did was the wall and all. Yeah, I, did the I wall. thought that was brilliant. You used to do thinking of Berlin. It was Baltic. It was just a wall, Baltic. mate. Just a wall. What's the What's the wall? Oh, the one that you can see. Great from Wall space? of China. Yes. Oh, the Great Wall of China. Just a wall. Yeah. Fabulous. Aye. Fabulous, though. But then you're saying it's just a wall. But then that's what people are probably saying when they come here and look at like the giant's calls. When all you're it's just bricks. I, I just I don't know. Maybe I didn't appreciate. I was too young. Maybe I didn't appreciate it. The best place, the place that I love to go to, my favorite city in the whole world, is Berlin. 
Is it? Love I Berlin. You want in Berlin, you know? Yeah, you ping, ping, you ping, ping, ping. Pong, pong, pong. Pong, pong. You can get any of those guys. You can get it at a very reasonable price. Holy well. <laughs> <laughs> joke. No. Yeah. So you're going to Dubai next week? Yes. Where do you stay in Dubai? Uh, I'm I'm staying in a nice hotel. Which hotel? The Grand Hyatt. I've stayed in it. Yeah, well, there you are, you see? I stayed in... There's a lovely steak restaurant the on the ground floor the at the back. Yes. Yeah. The Atlantis, that's where I stayed. I stayed there in September, it in was December. on rail. I stayed there on the palm. And yeah. we're going up the Burj Khalifa for breakfast, which is great. I'm looking forward to that. I've been once before, and it's right. It's the highest building in the world. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that advert with the Emirates stewardess strapped to the top of it? To the strap to the t- no. Is she on probation. <laughs> <laughs> this is your. This is your. This is like some sort of like what is it? What thing to do to get into a, a club? I've heard of strap-ons, but this is a real <laughs> hell of a size. Like she's strapped to. You know. Ping ping ping. Ping ping ping. <laughs> I I liked Dubai. It's all tits and no tea. It's all tits and tea, isn't it? But I like it though. I liked it, but there's parts that I don't I like. I like the people. I like the people. Oh, like but yeah, like I've been out there probably five times. And I've had family live out there, There's friends a big thing live out te- there. Teachers go out there loads. Oh, they make savage money out there, yeah. And people work, you know. Why would you be a teacher here then if you could just go to Dubai? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but also like you the could, option. And they f- open for jazzling shops and all out there. Yeah. You know, I, the, I, on the last flight I went out on, there was a whole lot of girls going out and they were opening three salons. Yeah. Nails, fanyards and and uh, tanning. You know, what? <laughs> how they need tanning in... in Dubai, I don't know. Did you ever see Sex in the City? I have, yes. Do you know when they go to, do they go to Abu Dhabi in yes, one of the movies yes. and they see all the women and they're in full like yeah, the burkas yes, and they're covered up yes. but then they go indoors and take them off and they're yeah. all glamorous yes, as fuck. Yeah, yes. That's how I imagine all the women are in like Dubai and stuff. They're all like, they're in, underneath the burka and all oh, they're, they're all like stunning, all yeah. glammed yeah, up. Yeah, the majority of them, are, some of them have got hell of a size of burka on. So you know that there's, they're not particularly glam underneath it. Oh, wow, uh, yeah. You know, but I'm sure they're Big burka energy. Big burka energy. <laughs> you know. No comment. <laughs> but I did a gig once in Bahrain, and one of the rules of the shows were you're not allowed to talk to the audience, because if you talk to the audience, that's a sign as a form of prostitution. And I went, what? that's what they said Sorry. to us. Yeah, that's what they said Do you mean like soliciting? If you're, Solic- you can talk to a Westerner, but you can't talk to a local person. And I was like, all right, okay. So we turned up at the gig and we were these very strict rules what we could and couldn't say. No, I was quite naive. But the majority of your show is talking to the well, audience. It's, well, no, not, not this mine. particular show, but anyway, I turn up anyway, right? And there's three lads, all Gucci, Armani, really nice. That's funny fellas, names. Like, right? And then um, <laughs> next to them is their three partners and they are in full Arabic outfit. Yeah. You know, uh, burkers and all that. So I go up anyway and I'm doing the show and uh, they're sitting there and they're laughing away and I'm thinking, oh, this is a great gig. A lot of Irish there, a lot of British and very expatty, as I call them, British and Irish immigrants that live yeah. abroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they were doing all that and then I just went, well, lads, how are things? I started talking to them. I started talking Immediately to them. Immediately arrested. And I was like, uh, how are you getting on and all that? And I started talking to their wives or oh, girlfriends Lord. and all that. And they were loving it. Oh, and I had great crack with them, and I said, "What are you up to at the weekend, anyway?" And they were like, "Oh, just chilling." It's it's twenty. You just chill here. You probably you probably you could probably buy Ireland with all the money you have. You know, I'm doing all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So finished the gig anyway. I'm thinking, right, I'm going to be kicked out now of Bahrain. I said, I just started. Like, I didn't say anything rude or inoffensive yeah, or religious yeah. or anything like that. And then afterwards, they were like, uh, "Do you want to come back to our house?" They, uh, they these. The three game. guys oh, well, and the girls, nice. and they were like, "Do you want to come back to our house after the show?" And I was like, "What and for?" Like we're like, well, "We'd like to cook you dinner." And uh, we obviously don't live together, but we live close, uh, and we can play computer games and stay up all night. It's just that we don't have any friends from like the west, and and I was just like, 
Uh, is this how I'm going to die? I was just like going, okay, lovely, lovely. Uh, maybe tomorrow? Because I, I had friends in the audience who yeah. were living on Bahrain. And then they kept in touch and they were like, oh, can we, do you want to come for a drive in our Ferrari and stuff? And I was like, I realised that they... That's like, very they, nice. I was told is it? Like, Have you ever seen that movie Get Out? <laughs> no, but what I'm trying to say to you is that what I was told <laughs> and what the reality was was completely different. So people were so scared. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He thought he was going to finish up up the entry, trussed up like a chicken. Yeah, however, you think that that's what's happening. You, you think, oh, I've been told not to speak to these guys because they're going to hate it and I'm going to get in trouble, but yeah. they've actually been really lovely. But what you don't see underneath is they're absolutely seething and they're like, let's come to my house and we'll go out in the Ferrari and play video games. You get there, bam, you're chopped into a million pieces. Well, am I? Well, you would have been had you I not been didn't so go smart. The end. I did text uh, one of the guys for a bit because he was interested in comedy and I sent him a few recommendations of comedians to look out for and mm-hmm. stuff. But my, no, my, my, my point was that like, the, the people who were producing it were so scared that they did, could get their, can, their license cancelled yeah, 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 yeah. from the entertainment police in Berry. And what, were there any repercussions for the no. people? Well, there you are. That's my point. So my yeah. point was like, you go out there with an idea. Have you been you back? The Your place whole is like. thing is speaking and communicating oh, yeah. with the audience. I mean, how can you not? I mean, I did say something that was a little bit sort of like risky. I won't repeat it here. I'll tell you off camera because I don't want anyone to... But I did say something that was a little bit risky because I, I was like, you know what? Like, this is what I do. So you either... Like, you've brought me here to do what I do yeah you've seen it anyway but I think the whole thing was like when I finished I was like saying what people think is going on and what people want you to believe and when you actually get out there the reality is very very different there's still a lot of you know difficult stuff happening in the Middle East but yeah. uh, at the time I was, they were like don't talk to them we're so scared you can't talk to locals they're local people they're normal people they're human beings we'll just talk to them have you worked in a professional capacity outside of Ireland much to all, to all the audiences to be able to notice the difference uh, because obviously you've done a lot of hosting stuff here yes, as well. Yes, a, a, a lot of hosting in England. And uh, I've done a couple of things in Canada for Air Canada. Yeah. When they knew that I did things like that, they yeah, used yeah, yeah. me. And it was quite interesting to do, but there's no two ways about it. Playing to a North American audience, you realise how different their humour is. Yeah. yeah. And yet when you watch, when you look at something like Friends and all, the humour in it is fabulous. Yeah. And there's great one-liners in real life, uh... yeah. well, I did a gig in Denmark, right? I was well, doing what a show. Was that like? this, I was doing a show in Copenhagen, and a lot of the audience would come to the gig to practice their English Aye. to listen to you. Yeah, and a lot of them are Netflix, um, Netflix educated through the English on Netflix. So obviously, we're Irish, so we have very unique phrasing. Mm. I was using this phrase at a time, which was uh, "I'll horses into her." Yeah. Right, and I was trying to tell a story, but my mate going horse to it horse it into my mate going into a nightclub sees a girl. This is when we were like eighteen. Yeah. Sees a girl, you know, when you, you go up and you shift someone, and he's going like, to horse it into yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. but it's horse's tongue into her. He wanted to snog her. Oh, what's oh. Nice. I thought it was the yeah. Wait, other that's end. with us. Yeah, so he's like, oh, see that girl in? over there? She's stunning. We're eighteen. We're yeah. like seen in a nightclub. Like, oh, will you go? Up? I'm going to try and snog this girl and kiss this girl in a nightclub. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go up there and horse it. I'm going to horse my tongue into her. Right. So I'm doing this thing in Copenhagen and I say to the crowd, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a friend says, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to horse it into her, right? And silence. And then all I hear in the back is this Danish guy go, why has he brought a horse to a nightclub? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like going, no, all the phrasing just wasn't. It doesn't translate. No, so different. No two ways about it. it horse it into, I would say, is for like food. Food, drink. And it can Chucky be and horse, like, like you can play, uh, you can do anything with the phrase horse it into. Oh, I'll, I'll horse, horse it into, it horse it into you there. Yeah. So here's a dinner, horse that yeah. into you. Like. Our, our humour in Northern Ireland, or indeed in all Ireland, is quite abrasive. 
and sarcastic yeah. in yeah. it. And dry. And dry. So when I was using it at Heathrow, people were looking at me as if I had horns. Yeah, like you were rude. You know, somebody would say something, i say, you're a liar. Yes. You know, and yeah. I didn't mean it. But that's double, that's all... double charm as well. <laughs> like, you know? What are you saying about me? Yeah, they yes. don't get that you're being sarky. No, I, and, uh, and after so many years, they were on my wavelength at long bloody last. Yeah. But it took forever. Yeah. Well, do you know what? That's, I had a lesson in that when I met my husband because he had, I have three stepsons, so we had three small kids at the time. They were three, five, and it and I was like like all like we all are here really sarky and really dry mm-hmm. and I would just be sarcastic all the time and Sean would be like they don't know what that means like you, I would be like uh, you know do you annual day maybe not maybe not that cutthroat but I would say something like that I'd be like oh like she's that's that's an he's an awful man or just say something mm-hmm. and Sean would be like they think you're being like they think that's exactly what you mean they don't understand sarcasm yet so after about two years I realised that's why they don't like me yeah, because <laughs> like down, down in Cork, we have a phrase called head the ball. Yeah, like, that's up here too. Head the ball. Like, so like, see man over there, he's a head the ball. Like. I thought that was a pure northern thing, head well, the we ball. we say it down so. Cork. Oh, really? Loose cannon. Ah, loose yes. cannon. Uh, what else have you got? Uh, For people who are, like, if, if, someone, if someone says, um, you've bung- lost your Marlies. Bungalow. Yes. Do you ever call someone a bungalow? Your head's a Marley. Your head's a Marley. What about if you've said to him he's a bungalow? Have you heard that? Does that mean there's nothing upstairs? upstairs yeah. Ah. Yes. Take a shit like. That's good. Joe very classic Col- ones, aren't they? Joe yeah. Collins married a guy and everybody was calling him Bungalow Bill. That's but right. But it was nothing to be with the fact, nothing to oh. do with there was another part of his anatomy that he was like Bungalow Bill. Oh, That's why Joan Collins had married him. Okay. Right. Can I ask you a question? Who's the most famous person you've met? That you sit back and you go, wow, what a life. I can't believe I've met that person. Like, I'd love to meet them again or whatever. Who's, who sounds back? awful. Uh, you see, at Heathrow, you meet a lot of people yeah. mm-hmm. who are stars and look after people who are stars. I mean, uh, uh, I've met the... Uh, I've met the Queen and a few times. And you were going to say the Queen? A few times? Well, yes. Uh, she she came, and Heathrow? Did you yes, her or something? Yes. Did she, not have her own pla- did she not have her own plane? She came in on a Canadian Air Force aircraft and I and Fiona Bigland... Right up to the desk. Had, had, no, she didn't. She uh, We just met her at the aircraft. And she came in on this and Fiona Bigland and I went out in the staff car out, and the aircraft came up and parked. The steps came up and we stood either side of the steps. And the Queen and Duke of Edinburgh came straight down and out into the car and away. Speak to you. Nodded. And then we went up the steps onto the aircraft and in the front cabin was a wee lounge. And the second one was a dining room. And the third one, there was a bed each side of the aisle. Was <gasps> just covered in like vodka bottles? No, yeah. no, no, no. Blood Full on the walls. No, no, it was all yeah. nice. Corgis blocked. <laughs> blocked. And I said, <laughs> cocaine on the toilet seats. And I smelled of Chanel. I said, this is the Queen's bed. So she got into the Duke of Edinburgh. We're not fully clothed. And I got into the Queen's bed and pulled the sheets up and all. Oh, my so God. So I was able to say when I got back into the office, I was in the Queen's bed. Yeah, I think that And the then time. somebody was coming up from Sniffing the back of the aircraft and more or less told us to get off. Wow. And what was it like? Was it tidy? Very tidy. Or did, she, did it look like she slept in it? Uh, well, the bed, she obviously laid down. I don't know what, what state, whether she'd really slept. It was only six hours flight. From? From, oh, six. from Toronto. Okay, okay. So six hours into London. You'd have a nap, especially if you were old. You'd what year was this, roughly? Oh, Christ almighty. This was ni- 1980... No, 1996. Oh, she would have... So that was kind of like Princess 60s. Diana time. Yes, it was. Wow. And who else have you met? It's fascinating. I love this. Um, well, who's the most famous person you've met? <sighs> the most famous person I've met. Wow. I would say... Mm, that's a tricky one. 
I can tell you who's the most excited. Nelson Mandela. Have you met Nelson Mandela? Yes, they don't want his house. That was You're wonderful. talking shit. <laughs> That's brilliant. He's lying. Fuck, imagine. <laughs> Why would he want to meet Andrew? Do you know what? I wouldn't say I've met the most famous person I've met. I haven't met anyone that, I, that I've gone, oh my God. Like, obviously, um, do you know what? No, I... I stood next. No, there's no one I would actually stand. I haven't. To me. I haven't met like really famous people who are like massive, massive, massive. Oh, Niall Horan. I oh, did a okay. gig with Niall Horan. He's fame. He's worth uh-huh. I've met them. At Heathrow. <laughs> I thought that was you no, realizing no, no, who no, Niall Horan no, was. No. Uh-huh. I'm actually. I'm related to Niall Horan. Are you? Cliff Richard, marriage, yeah. Shirley Bassey, uh, a man called uh, drives the car. Driving home for Christmas, Chris Rhea. No, 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 no. <laughs> the the, the car that talks back to He's him a singer, and everything. Oh, uh, yeah. Night Rider. Yes, I looked after him at Heathrow. Sean Connery and also Dame Barbara Cartland, you know, writes all the novels. Right. And I had to escort her through uh, on arrival. She came off Thai. Air Canada looked after Thai International. And she'd come off a, an 11 hour flight from Hong Kong. And oh, God, the makeup. Had all gone crusty. Aye. And I'm walking with her, the talking away and bluffing away and saying, Well, my mother loves all your books. And my mother never read her books. But <laughs> I'm just saying all that. Love that. I'm saying yeah. all that. And she said, I'll give I'll give you a copy of my new book for your mother. And she didn't signed it. You know, her books always had lurid pictures on the front oh. of somebody with, you know, getting their bodice torn off and all. I will top Trump. You're famous people. Who? Uh, Lindsay from Bewitched. You're welcome. Do you know who a disappointment is to me? Who? And maybe you can help me with this. Right. I lo- I've done a few gigs in Derry and I've loved them. But on the way to Amsterdam... Daniel? No, no, no. We were in the lounge at Belfast City Airport and I was at the coffee machine and I turned round and there was my favourite Derry girl, the one with the hoop earrings, Michelle. Jamie Lee. Jamie and I, I, I couldn't help it. I said to her, thank you for all the great laughs you've given us. I've thoroughly enjoyed the series. You know what she says? Uh. She might have been having a bad day. She is lovely. I love her. To be- I love them she's all. Yeah. I, I love the Derry girls. She might have been having a bad day. Really, I thought, oh, my God. You're like, you know. Do you know what, though? Maybe she was in character. <laughs> she was just going, fuck off. Oh, no. In character. I met Lindsay from Bewitched in Liverpool at an audition. We were both auditioning <coughs> for the exact same part in Hollyoaks, the TV show. Mm. And uh, I was besides myself when I seen her. I was a massive Bewitched fan growing up. Double denim. Do you know Bewitched? Uh-oh. Yes. yes. So could not believe it that we were auditioning for the same part. Sort of meant I was like, how did I listen to you in a girl band when I was a child and now we're the same age? How did that happen? I don't understand how time works. But we both auditioned for the same part and I got a photograph taken with her and I annoyed the shit out of her by talking loads about Bewitched. Did she get the part? No, no, nobody got the part. I watched that. Well, that's ridiculous. The part never happened. They auditioned us all and went, everyone, shit, let's cancel the part. And the part never got on the show. Wow. Yeah. Do you know who I met? Actually, I remember Killian Murphy. Oh yeah. Oh, well, yes. Was that good? Well, Disappointing. Lovely. Yeah, I'd imagine so. He's not that. He's not as tall as I. He's he's quite oh, small he looks frame. Big. Small frame, like. Yeah. I love him. He's great. Yeah, Killian Murphy. I met Killian Murphy. Did you watch Peaky Blinders? I did. It's we phenomenal. We are a Peaky Blinders. It's a fucking great show. 
I my friend auditioned for season four or five. He didn't get it, but uh, he went for the reading anyway. I think I might have auditioned for it somewhere along the line, but my Brummie accent is shit. It's the worst accent. I've no, such I'm, a hard I, accent to do. I don't think do. I could do it either. Yeah. It's it's a really like you think like you can tell when people and dairy girls are doing a dairy mm. are trying to do a dairy accent, but like the Brummie accent is one of the hardest ones to do. You exactly. Just, yeah. You sound like you're trying to put. I mean, oh, from Sully Hill, me mate. So, I love my mum and dad. You sound like you're trying to be like a cartoon character. Yeah. It's not. It's not the best. Yeah. Um. But I think. Yeah. I just. I just do think Jamie Lee was just having a bad day. Yeah. Have you met any any of the other ones? Uh, I did an award ceremony in the Sleeve Donard one night at Travel Awards. Yeah. And there was a clatter of them there. The blonde girl. Yeah. Uh, who has the mum and the and the Saoirse, aunt Sarah? Yeah. Saoirse was there, and two others, and the boy. Yeah. He was at the Dylan. table, and they were all very nice. You know, so uh, that's why uh, Michelle was such a jolt to me. Because <laughs> I was, and thank you for all the great laughs. You, uh. Do you know what it's like though too? Do you know whenever, because I know Jamie Lee did say that people come over to her in a bar and hand her a shot and think she's going to be this like crazy, like oh, shot. Do like, that which is not like that at all. Do they? That, oh, Julian, I'm getting, I say, no, I don't drink shot. I'm getting you a shot, Julian. I have a lovely, sh-. and she'd buy six shots and give me this ghastly looking thing, blue at the top and gold at the bottom. And I'm standing with her. Where the am I going to get this poured away? Where can I throw this to? You know, because I'm not going to touch it. I'm getting you a shot, and I don't understand that. I don't want to drink a shot. Thank you. People give me red sauce. Well, that's what? good. People give me... Re- I've had red sauce from people before. Like, not in a bar, because that'd be so weird. But because like, of the dairy girls. Just, no, because I talk about red sauce all the time, because right. I eat red sauce with everything. I have been given bottles of red sauce. Well, that's all right. That's yeah, but I wish I had made it out like I was obsessed with money or cars or something a wee bit or champagne something that was a wee bit more beneficial than I had a guy, had a guy buy, buy me a pint and I was like oh I'm fine thanks I'm driving and then he was like what do you mean and I went I'm driving so I'm not drinking he goes well I bought you the pint now <laughs> and I just went well give it to someone else and like as if it was my fault that you never asked me I, I don't know who you are yeah I've said no thank you yet all of a sudden then they can go online and be like met this comedian after a show what a complete arsehole I'm like no you're the arsehole yeah. leave me alone do you, do you know, ever have these long conversations with people and the whole time you're thinking who the frick is this yes yeah. is this somebody from the airlines without a uniform on oh something like that you know, yeah, something yeah. like that or if I'm and you're fishing yeah. see, and it turns out I gave a cup to the daughter in Kiti way back in 19 what a, a cup oh a cup a, a cup, cup to yes. the uh, yeah. prize yeah. to the daughter in Kiti <laughs> and you know You've got to say, oh, right, yes. You have to pretend. Sean and I were at the airport one time. We were going on our honeymoon and this couple were like, started chatting to us and then after a minute they were like, you don't know who we are, do we? And then we were like, ah, we sort of recognise your faces but we can't remember and they were like, we, and they started naming lots of places that we should know them from and like, it is if like, like, we're going to let these guess but we've been to shows and we've we've been out, we've had drinks with these as well and they started doing us and they started going like, go on, guess Mm -hmm. and I was like, this is getting so awkward and you were like, I was like, I'm not guessing where I might know you from and then after about, 20 minutes like we were in the queue to, to board the flight they were like we're your sister-in-law's auntie and uncle and I was like well oh I was Lord. never going to fucking guess that was <laughs> yes. it yes I know out of all the people on the planet I was never going to guess that just say it also I have a terrible habit of forgetting people's names so if I'm, Me with, too. If I'm with Sean I think we should be born with a wee plastic Ta- thing uh, you put it uh, tattoo your names on our heads get, get the name in and if we're the work we're the work here 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, no idea. Even like, I meet people with Sean and we walk away and Sean goes, you can't remember. I'll maybe know loads about them, but I just go, mm. it's just the name that's gone for me. And he's mm. like, because if you didn't, and it's very obvious. Say you bump into somebody in the street and they're with somebody and they don't introduce you to the other person. You're like, you've forgotten my name. Otherwise you would have went, oh, here, Margaret. Well, this it's is very Diona. awkward. You know what it's I mean? very awkward. It's the worst. And then you're, yeah, it's, it, it comes across as rude. I had a guy I know from comedy in England and I, I hadn't seen him say for like maybe two to three years. And I, for the last time I saw him I was with my girlfriend but I had a different girlfriend the second time and he just oh. taught he, like he they, talked were, to they were both similar hair colour and stuff like that and then he would up and say say it was Diona and uh, he would up so he'd be like oh hiya Diona nice to see you again long time and then she looked at me and I looked at her and I went oh I'm going to know this, is, this is <laughs> I got to explain this like how this is working you know? my father-in-law has multiple times called so my stepson has a girlfriend but he had a girlfriend before and he always calls his current girlfriend by his ex-girlfriend's name and you're like are you doing it on purpose well, now yeah. but he's not he just can't remember her name I'll tell you the most outrageous thing that was ever said to me I got into a taxi one night about half past one oh Julian says the driver a girl how are you I embalmed your mummy I oh. I'm going <laughs> What? She says, I'm, I'm bombed your mother. And she says, I've got, up, a, I've got all my certificates. I've got to get one more. And then I'm opening my own business. And as well, I wasn't going, Hello. you know, I am bombed what your mother. What an opener. Yes. That's the, do you know I what? I embalmed your mom. <laughs> wow. The weirdest freebie I ever got was I got my daughter's tongue tie cut for free. What? Yeah. She tongue tie. That's with it. It's bit of skin between the base of your mouth no, and no, your tongue no, is no. too short and it makes it makes speech and breastfeeding difficult when you're oh, a newborn. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I took, yeah, yeah. I took on, yeah. my daughter to this private practice in Belfast to get a cut. Literally, it's, it's not even painful for them. It's like, no, it's like yes, two seconds. Okay. But I went down and obviously as a first time mum, I'm holding my baby and I'm crying because I have a, someone's coming towards mm. my 12 week old's mouth with a pair of scissors and I was like crying my eyes out she couldn't care less and I was like trying not to think about it I was like pure beside shaking and all and then I went downstairs to pay afterwards and they were like no 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 the the, the surgeon said it's it's um on the house and I went because I'm so upset she was like no no he's just a fan of your work and I was like that there is you so are. weird that's nice that is I nice I know it was nice but what a strange thing go to get, get Sean and they go Sean is your tongue tie come on here get free to free yeah, shit in yeah it's like why am I getting tongue ties and red sauce I want champagne and diamonds well, you can go well thanks yeah but I'm not a fan of his because he made me cry yeah 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 I know it's real right Dustin before we finish I want to just briefly do our remember when moments um, Julian do you have a remember when moment a moment in pop culture history that's stood out to you a, a, a particular number no just a, an event a time a song a place uh, whatever you, what were you going to say earlier on you were talking well, about I was going to say Banana Ramas Nathan Jones is that it, the name of the song yes okay yes but it has sort of connotations which maybe aren't very bright and breezy but have I how much how long have I got to say there's 10 seconds oh we minute whatever you want oh, I was <laughs> I was rostered onto the standby desk at Heathrow and the standby desk is where you've got staff standing by to get on the flight if it's full and revenue passengers. Yeah. Half six in the morning, I saw everything's bunged. I went to TWA, asked if they got any seats to New York, 50. Went to Pan Am next door, 120. I says, right, if I don't get my people on these two flights to Toronto and Montreal, I'll put them on Pan Am. At least they'll be that side of the Atlantic and they can get on from there. Yeah. So I'm doing all these people and saying, I, I can't check you in. I won't know till quarter past 12. It's not looking very good. It's full, full, full. But I can, I'll can. i try and stand you by anyway. And I was just about to 
closed the pl- flight completely when a captain's wife came up and said, I'm, I'm captain so-and-so's wife. I want to go to Toronto. Are you registered? No. I said, no, there's no way. Yeah. I can't put these people on. I can't put you ahead of them. Anyway, uh, to cut a long story short, I was just telling her this when I got a call from the transfer desk to say, uh, an Air India flight coming into London with 40 people on board, connecting to Air Canada, Montreal and Toronto. We're going to miss the flight now. It's diverted into Frankfurt with a heart attack. So I was going to be able to put all my yeah. passengers on. So I put them on the flight and I, I didn't have to say to them, go around to Pan Am at the next one. You're going on Air Canada. Yeah. And I, I got on the flight home, the half-six shuttle, and I got in the door, and there was Trevor McDonald on the TV, and the aircraft had crashed onto Lockerbie. And it was that Pan Am aircraft. Shut up! I nearly put 30 people on it. But thank God I didn't. Oh, my God, that's like that film. What do you call it? Final Destination? Oh, I didn't put yeah. the bomb on it. but No, I put I'm the... just saying that... No, I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. It's like that's how you were like so close to it. Absolutely. Well, I didn't know until I got home and was having my tea Aye. in Belfast, and I thought, my God. first of all, they said uh, something had crashed onto Lockerbie, and I thought it was a fighter jet or something. Yeah. Didn't know it was a Boeing seven. Do you know what's amazing about that? Is all of those passengers that you put on the other flight mm-hmm. are none the wiser that you just well, their lives. Well, I did have people come up to me over the years to say we had a very narrow escape that day, didn't we? And I said, oh, you, did I nearly put you on Pan Am 103? <gasps> but oh, every now and again, I wake up in the middle of the night, I think, God, I could, could never slept if I, I'd done that. I love, But I was doing it as a kindness to get them home. I love the names of flights. These are like Pan Am 103. Like it just mm. sounds like a TV show. But like also, like when a flight like that, uh, something like Pan Am 103 is f- a famous name for yeah, yeah, that yeah. tragedy. Like, yeah. you know, whenever Malaysia Airlines 127, yeah. like everyone has that. Yes. They remember them. What's, what's the one in, uh, that happened in 9 11? Like flight 93, something that landed oh, yes. on 93. The flight 93. Like, you, you know, whenever they there's a tragedy, it. there's a freight like September 9 11. The numbers become part of the story. Like, you yeah, know yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did you remember by a moment before we finish? Do you know what, I, do you know what the mad thing was? I couldn't, I, when I was at home in Cork over Christmas, uh, I couldn't believe this, but I realised, I know it sounds really daft, but when I was young, say, younger, <laughs> say, 14 to 16, I used to have pen pals. Oh, so oh, right. Very nice. Right, right. I used to have pen pals, people I'd meet on holiday when For I was For every doing. millennial watching. This, this is or my Gen point, right? Z, so, that is a uh, person that you write a letter to. So I'm sitting next to my 15-year-old niece. And I actually turned around to her and I went, so have you got any like pen pals around like that? And she looked at me. As if you'd horns. She was like, so what's that? Yeah. I goes like, Do you, I said to her, when was the last time you wrote a handwritten letter? She was like, I don't. Never done that. Oh no. And no. I just went, you don't like write handwritten letters? They can't tell analog time now. Yeah, just no. digital. Right. No. So I said, her, I said to her, like, I said to her like, do you know like when I was like 14, 15, we used to call to people's houses to play and we wouldn't tell them we were calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You know the way now you go oh to God, like no way, right? Yeah. But you know when you're yeah. 40, you'd open the door and like two kids are like, "Do I want yeah, to play football?" You're like, "No, no." Now it's like, "Oh, I've a they they won't call unless they've messaged beforehand, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just couldn't believe. So do you know what I did to my niece? I wrote her a handwritten letter and I said, "Right, can you reply to the handwritten letter?" So I was like, "Hi, how are you getting on in school? What stuff is it?" And you know she she sent back to a WhatsApp. Cheers for that. <gasps> I went, no, you're supposed to fucking handwrite the letter. Yeah. Go to the post office, so buy no a idea. stamp no and idea. post it back to me. And I just remember sitting there looking at it. It goes, I remember like when like 
just to communicate with somebody back then in the old days yeah. and how they were communicating. I, I didn't kick in until this Christmas when I started questioning them, going like, do you guys, like, you know, if you wanted to go and play football with John up the road there, what, how do you play football with him? He goes, what do you mean? He goes, well, what we do is I, I, I'd Snapchat him. No, no, would you not just leave the house and knock on No, you couldn't knock on the door without him knowing you were coming. No. I was like, what the fuck? But you're starting to sound like, do you know when your grandparents are older you? But that, that this is like all the Christmas cards. We'll all this have the, to meet the, up in the new year. This is late I, 90s. This is late 90s. This isn't that far yeah. back. I No, I know, but it's like whenever you get to a certain age and you say things like that and you go, oh shit, I sound like the people who used to say that mm. stuff to I me. said to my niece, do you know how to use a payphone? She was like, what? Mm-hmm. People don't use pay phones. Why do they need to? No, but I'm, you still see the odd one. They're, well, they're defibrillators now, aren't they? That's what they are. Yeah. Well, they're the pay, just the old pay phone, defibrillators, Right? But I said to her, like, have you ever used a pay phone? And she's like, if I ever see someone using a pay phone, I go, that's suspicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Why my are point you was using like, a phone that nobody can I was showing her what a pay phone was. Like, that's a pay phone. She goes, what do you mean? I said, well, you, you get like 20 cent. You pick up the thing. You put in the 20 cent. You might get two minutes for 20p. You dial the number. She goes, "What? You want to get like two minutes on the phone?" I'm like, "And then you put in more money." She's like, "That's weird." Way also, back in 1900 and frozen to death, when I walked in the travel ag- worked in the travel agency in Belfast, one of the girls that we worked with, who was a bad rep actually, she used to go to phone box over the road and give bomb scares to get places out. Amazing. So you know, this is Captain Black's assistant. <laughs> You're all getting blue to hell. Get out of there. Ten, nine, nine, nine eight, eight, seven. seven. Get out. <laughs> you know all that. But th- that doesn't go on. They couldn't do a bomb scare now on a, a mobile phone, could they? No. They were the, your, uh, your, your number. Mm-hmm. And even now, if you dial a number and now, up comes the name on your phone of where you're phoning, uh-huh. even though you don't have that number saved, because it just links to Google. Like, you yes. can be typing on the number. But you've also got the masks and everything now. Like but up comes such and such florist that you're ringing, even though you don't have that number saved. Like, technology is... Does it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like a phone number could ring you um, and you haven't got it saved, but the name will come up mm-hmm. because it's a, it's a phone number that's registered on Google yes. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's because you're using payphones. You just stop using payphones yes. and There's, take out I your mobile. Seen it, yeah, I, but, I, but like, I just find it really. I said to myself, do you ever, I said, do you ever see the yellow pages? Oh. And she said, look, she looked at me. She was like, what are you on about? Yeah. And I'm just like going. How skinny the yellow pages are? I'm like going, I'm like. I'm not old. I'm not like you're 15. That's we're not that. We're not that. We're not. No, but like, my point was just like, like, I just found it really mind blowing that yeah. there's like 13, 14, 15 year olds who have opinions, personalities, social lives, yet completely. As they used to say in the olden days, sure, their wee organs are hardly formed. I know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> they're just, they're still a wee fetus. No, no, Do you ever yeah. see the video of people, like, say, like people who were born in the past sort of 15 years? being sh- like handed a landline phone <laughs> and being asked to use it and they're looking at it going like where there's like a receiver and like buttons and they're like no, they just don't know what it is they don't know how to use it no. because everything's digital like they don't know what how to use the buttons my favourite like, phones are you know the ones you lift and you go <laughs> yeah and you have to wait for it to come back <laughs> our first phone was we got in our house uh, yes. and if you make one mistake you're yeah. back Start to the start again. Again. Like, yeah you're like fuck's sake yeah. yeah the girl next door to me whenever we were growing up had a payphone in her house and the whole street just to use it. Like I had everyone... to pay phone in my house when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah, and did you have all the people in the street no, coming? No, no. What we used to do is they had my parents had two keys for the money box, and when we the phone would be busy, we we snuck, we stole one of the keys, and we just empty it. <gasps> we go to the shop, and then the that's phone, to pay for the bill. So the bill would come in, the bill would be say forty pound or whatever, something like that. Say forty pound, and then my dad would be like, right, we'd open the thing, and it'd be like three pound in it, and we're like, oh, something wrong with the machine. Yeah, <laughs> you know we spent that on Freddos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all, gone. Like, all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, is there anything that you'd like to plug before we finish up? I have added a third show at the Black Box Theatre in May uh, because the other two sold out. And so if you like what I do, Andrew Ryan Comedy on Instagram. 
and uh, please do buy tickets in the big room. So my third show now in there. So because the ticket sales have been great for August, did you say? Or for May what? for May. February sold out, and May is being added. So tickets are online, available. And then you. your podcast is called Cork in the North. Cork in the Cork North. Cork in the North. Oh, that yeah, sounds very nice. Yeah. It does. It's it, do, it does sound very nice. <laughs> Cork, Cork in the North. north. Yeah. Not You'll have me. to do Andrew's podcast. Yeah, I'll get you one. Come on in. I'm in the new studio. Where where do you do them here? I do them in the Falls Road. Oh right, no problem. Yeah, come on up, yeah. I've danced one. around an army checkpoint once during the conger on the Falls Road in the height of the troubles. Did you? <laughs> yes. I was at a party up the Falls Road. Right. Did the conga out of the house and there was an army checkpoint we did the conga around the <laughs> checkpoint. <laughs> that, for for, for me, four on. hours down the road, our, me growing up, the stuff that people had to deal with up here and the stuff that growing oh, up down south. Yeah. When you think about it, and it's, and it's a wonder we're not all in having therapy because these days there would be. Everyone you should know, be. You know, and they're all, they're all, they're all, and anything at all now they're taking in and giving therapy. But what we went through you know the whole place blown up the way we worked in the morning and would go back in the evening and clean it all up you know it's clean up your it? own bombs yes yeah. that's you want to hire someone to do that for you Julian are you on social media uh, no don't do any social media fair play to you I, I don't do it at all I don't want to if anybody wants me they can phone me or or send me a text but okay. I don't want social media thank you very much how do people contact you who don't have your phone number you don't want them to do contact you, you? Well, I, I'll have an agent yes David Hall Promotions do you know I've just got a missed call from him I need a phone well, number. Hey, he, he knows you're here oh, he's <laughs> actually just trying to ring Diona so Diona can book you for <laughs> something no. he wants to do I'm doing no. a gig for him at the no, weekend no don't do any social media at all okay Okay, well, I was just saying if you wanted to plug your handles, but that's no, all right. That's a problem. Listen, thank you both very much. Thank for you coming very on. much for it having us on. To have having you in again. I wish you all the health and wealth for nine, 2023. Nobody, nobody no, it's no. not getting better, it's getting worse. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, and thank you very much for listening and watching wherever you are.